Hey guys, welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. I'm smiling because I'm sat in the studio with Max today. How's it going, Max? Hello, Alex. Very, very well. Yeah. How are you? Good, yes. Yeah, first time in the studio. What do you think? It's amazing to be here. You've got so much cool stuff. Yeah, well, one day we will have our, our very own crisp studio with no echo, but I love being here at the parade. Mm. I mean, I was walking around today. They're, they're, they're painting the car park at the back here. There's like AstroTurf at the front there. They've got bunting up along the, the corridors. It looks amazing here. It does look good. And the, and the view outside of Holman Hill. Hey. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, I, love, I love this place. So yeah, that was my way of saying this. This show is brought to you at Biscuit Studios at the Parade. Eh? <laughs> uh, and join with us uh, for the second time is Kat Merrick. How's it going? Yeah. Hello, good. I, I said I'd get you, you on the studio, didn't I? And you did, and here I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Continue a bit. It was uh, exciting to get out today. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, ha- you know, with the lockdown stuff, have you been like staying in? Like, is, is is you know because some people have been able to get out. I mean, Max, I know you do a lot of running. Um, so have you been staying in a lot? Yeah, we go out for a, a few walks every now and then, but we are, we're a bit hermit-like. <laughs> I enjoy staying at home, so it's not been mm. too too traumatic, um, and the kids enjoy being at home. Um, but we, we live quite uh, quite close to the river, so we have a little walk down there. But when it's rainy as well, we just like <laughs> kind of get the blankets out <laughs> and create like a little cocoon. But Why not? Yeah, but both me and my husband have been working from home, so there's no need for us to be going out. out, And the first time I did come into town, I was like, oh my God, you know, people are like stepping out of your way, Mm. looking at you like you're the plague. (laughs) I was just like, I can't cope with this. (laughs) It it felt too much. I was in in Tesco in, uh, in Wellington yesterday, in Telford, and it was, it's just such such an odd feeling. I mean, it's... they dimmed the lights. I don't know why they've done that, but the lights are off in the sort of one of the far corners. <laughs> so it looks dull anyway, but nobody talks to each other. Nobody looks at each other when you go shopping and, you know, it's weird. I feel weird when I don't wear a mask. I feel weird when I wear a mask. It's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's a strange situation right now. Yeah, very strange. Yeah. But we got you out here today. You um, did? <laughs> yeah. Um, and we, how's the yoga been going? Because I know you were doing your the, the online videos. And yeah, yeah. Well, we talked quite early on, didn't we? Did. Um, and before lockdown came, I was I was looking at how I can extend the business to take online anyway. So that was always part of my business plan, uh, but more as a course based rather than just regular classes. Yeah, yeah. And then when the floods were here as well, gosh, we had that, didn't we, just before lockdown, when the floods were here, I couldn't run my normal classes. So I did an on live Facebook, uh, a live Facebook class. So I kind of already started that process and that got me over the fear of, of doing it. And it went really well. So as soon as lockdown came, I just opened a Facebook group and just started streaming live yoga classes into there. Which, which was great because at the beginning everybody's wanting something to, to do um, and we, I did a kids one with my daughter so we'd do a kids one every Thursday and then I'd do my normal Monday evening and then from there obviously we got to a point where it was like when's this are we ever going to go back to normal <laughs> um, and obviously all my Facebook was free and I gave the option for people to uh, donate via PayPal if they were able to um, but then I had to start thinking about 
can I sustain a business just by doing lots of free classes, which of course I can't. (laughs) I can't. So I kind of, I did, I I then invested myself into an online platform, some software, so people can book. (laughs) We've got someone knocking above. They're really interested in this. (laughs) Um, So so there's a platform called Instabook where people can book their class, pay it, they can get class passes, memberships. And then, um, and then that interlinks with Zoom, so then I can do all my classes via Zoom, which the first time I did that was brilliant because I saw everybody's faces. <laughs> so like Facebook Live was great because I could see comments, but I couldn't see anybody. And you know, you could have, you've got the little eye in the corner saying who's watching. So you've got yeah. an idea of how many people are there. Sometimes I was doing it to nobody, but then people watch it on replay. So that's, that's all right. Mm-hmm. But on Zoom, you can have a proper chat and, and see them. So it was, so, so I made that move. Um, and that's gone well. You know, I've got, I've got my regular, I've got three regular classes now. Good. Um, good. And I've, and I'm just going to, I've just done a survey for everybody who's on my mailing list. So I need to shift a little bit because some of the classes weren't working for everybody. It's weird having to, I mean, I, I've done a few webinars, you know, seen a few webinars and things like on, on Zoom. And it's weird having to buy a ticket to go onto Zoom or, you know, it's, it is yeah. strange. Um, but yeah, I mean, how is that, is that how you work it with the tickets and things like that when people buy your classes? Yeah, they, so you, they go onto the link, which is Instabook, yeah, yeah. and then it's connected into my um you know, my business. And then you can get a drop-in class. You can get a, a six-class pass, or you can do a weekly membership or a monthly membership. So with the memberships, you then can access all the replays as well of the classes that they can't do, and yeah. as well as come to all the live ones. And there's an on, and I've got an on-demand section now as well. So if people just wanted to come and do a class, they can't get to me live, they can just go and um, and kind of buy the link for the, pre- the record. So I'm doing like every time I do a Zoom, I'm recording it and then uploading it. So I've had to learn a lot of <laughs> things. I've had to learn and adapt, um, which has been good because actually it's I've, that learning process has been mm. something that's really focused me, but also yeah. made me feel pretty. Have fatigued. you had any? <laughs> have you have you made any like? I know you said I know you swore then. Have you had any many mistakes that you've learned from, like, uh, you know, a certain way of doing things that you were like, oh, that was so silly. Why did I do that? Or, you know. Um, it's not, ne- not necessarily big clangers. <laughs> <laughs> I did a lot of testing, like the weekend before I launched, um, there was a couple of other yoga teachers I knew that were doing the similar thing. And we literally were on Zoom all weekend yeah. testing it out. So anyone doing that, I urge you to test because actually that showed up a few little things and mm-hmm. getting the music to play and, and everything like that. Um, but the other thing is there's the constant need to market then. Like I, I need to get my head around emailing regularly and just promoting myself <laughs> because I go oh yeah I've got people coming to my class that's great and then and then all of a sudden like yeah I need to I need to kind of continue that um it's hard isn't it letting people know it feels about so self-indulgent it. I guess yeah it does <laughs> but then I'm providing somebody with um and this is again that kind of retraining um what you think mm. like going oh, I can't shout about myself that's just <laughs> that's that's just like bigging myself up but actually what I teach enables people to feel calmer and stronger yes. and actually gives them the tools to feel better about themselves so it would be 
it would be rude of me not to tell people about it. That's, feel, that's where I'm going to. When it comes to promoting myself and what I do, I, I, feel, I feel bad if I wasn't writing the truth. Well, you know, <laughs> you know we, we do good stuff. Uh, and when you're writing about yourself in the third person as well on Facebook, that's a weird one. <laughs> Al speaks to Cat Merrick about yoga. <laughs> uh, listen today, you know, it's, it's weird. Uh, so, but the, the social media thing is, um, is really important as well. Yeah. The feedback from you, from when you started doing your free classes and stuff, was, was that a big drive for you? Was that, yeah, was that... knowing people that, that were doing the classes, whether it was live or whether they were catching up, and then putting little comments to say, oh, thank you, I really needed that today, or mm. that really helped. I was like, okay, brilliant, I'm helping people with it. So it felt, and in those early days, that really did make a difference, mm-hmm. because like I say, sometimes I'd do a class because it was when I could do it, but perhaps there was nobody there live with me. Um, but then as people fit it into their day and went back in and watched it and then put the comments, I was like, good, okay. Didn't feel like I was wasting my time or I'm doing something that nobody wants. Um, and those those little thoughts do come up a lot. You've got to work quite hard to yes. put them to one side and go, no, I'm doing, mm. I'm doing what I need to do. People get benefit from it and I'm going to continue <clears> to do it. So. Had a bit of experience with that recently. Um, my microphone sounds weird. Do I sound alright to you guys? It sounds good. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, that sounds weird. Um, uh, the yeah, negative comments. It's uh, it's a lesson, isn't it? You got it makes you take a long, hard look at yourself. You know, um, Max, you're 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 you into your fitness? Absolutely. Uh, you like your yoga? Yeah. Well, I just got into yoga yoga through lockdown. In fact. Yeah. Um, so I've been running like crazy. I've run marathons in the last 18 months. Wow. But through all of that, I haven't done any stretching. <laughs> so I went on a huge bike ride one morning throughout lockdown yeah. and got back home, started climbing my stairs. My back went, my legs went, and I was like, get upstairs. I can't use stairs. Um, so I messaged a friend and she suggested that I start doing yoga with Adrian on YouTube. Yeah. And yeah. Wow, what a teacher she is. Yeah. I haven't got past running yoga or yoga of hamstrings, but that's all I need. That's all you need. So good. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Like good. after two or three days, my back, full mobility, my legs felt strong. Yeah. Just, yeah. So It's good. a really good complimentary um, thing to do with running, cycling, mm. whatever you're doing. Mm. I mean, even just normal everyday life. It boosts the endorphins as well, I found. Yeah. Just yeah. in your body feeling good, the mind feeling good, and just things start clicking into place. Mm. Just feel so happy. Yeah, because you start to regulate your regulate <laughs> Australian now. Regulate, <laughs> regulate your breathing. Sure. Um and and your awareness just kind of turns in. So you start to recognise and listen to your body a little bit Absolutely. and knowing how it's feeling in certain postures and during certain movements. So you can actually begin to go, ah, that looks that feels like that area there might need a little bit of help. Mm. or I need to be careful with it. And as you do that, then everything else, you start to bring more awareness into what you do. Mm. That's great. Yeah. I've also, just speaking about awareness, I also got into meditation using Vipassana as a technique, which is body scanning and the yeah. awareness of the breath and sensation. Yeah. And I saw that you're doing journal aff- affirmation yoga, or journal affirmation meditation, rather. Yeah, jam. <laughs> Start every morning that? with jam. I should just say jam. <laughs> Well, I didn't even realise it spelt that, but as I was like kind of like, uh, writing it down, the other day, I was like, "That's jam." That's going to be my little uh, acronym now. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, I, I, as I plan out my week, I always put like jam at the top of every day. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, and it, and some days it's like a three or four minute, and other days it can be fifteen minutes. Sure. But, so it's manageable yeah. for everyone. So yeah. what, what is this then? Yeah. So journal 
mm-hmm. affirmation, meditation. Okay. Um, and I just have a book and I just kind of dump my thoughts. Oh, and whatever that is, great. I just get it out of my head. So if you... Or, or if I've woken up and I think, okay, this is what I'd really like to achieve today. Before I've, you know, before it's had a chance to disappear, I'll just, just get it wow. out. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm feeling pretty rubbish about things, just write it out. And some, some just getting it on paper and seeing that pen move as well just helps to either shrink the enormity of it or help me figure out what it, where it's stemming from or, or kind of go, yeah, that's going to be something I really do achieve today. I feel so. like there's a lot to be said for that in that you process thoughts in your mind and then you write them down, you either type them out on a computer or with yeah. a pen or even with a, with a journal or a video. And or it just, a podcast. Yeah, or on a podcast, yeah. absolutely. Uh, this is this is one of the things I I've always championed. Uh, you know, like I always I use, always use the word the word the term creative vice because everybody needs advice, right? Everybody's got something to distract themselves from the daily stresses of life, whether it's fitness, whether it's uh, bad things, good things. I like the creative vice. I mean, writing, writing music, drawing, podcasting, art. You know, these things. Um, so I, I didn't realize it could be a type of meditation, you know, because you are taking, you know, you're writing your mind onto a paper. Yeah. And it, it just helps to navigate because you, your mind is full, isn't it? It's full of like your voice, list, like <laughs> replaying things or like, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. So it brings you to a point where you can almost like empty your thoughts so you can forget about them. So then when I go on to the meditation, those thoughts aren't tapping away, going, don't forget about this, don't forget about this. So by journaling first before I meditate, then my brain's, well, my mind is a bit clearer, so then when I can just focus on the breath and whether the meditation is like a visualisation or just 10 minutes of nothing where I'm just trying to to focus on my breath. I need to find a way to um, decompartmentalise things. Is that, that's that the right way of saying yeah. it? Because um, uh, today I've come in, I've got emails from LA, I've got emails coming from uh, a project I'm working on, I've got people ringing me about shows, I've got shows I need to edit, I've got social media I need to put out. I've got, I, I literally, I've come in now, I've got three books stacked on top of my H6 box here, and they're all full of information that I need to access today and do something with, okay? <laughs> Otherwise, nothing's going to get done. So I, I come in today, I was like, yes, I'll come in an hour early, we get all this done. I've done nothing <laughs> because I sat here going, I'll do this. Uh, no, no, then I'm going to do this. No, 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 I'm going to do it. I've done little bits of everything, but not completed one task, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, that used to be me, definitely. Yeah. And I still I still have to battle with that. So that's yeah. I try and write everything out. And then uh, it was, a, I, think, I can't remember the name of it. Is it Kanban board? And you have all your to-dos, and then you just have your to-do, your in-process, and you're only allowed three things in there. Yeah. And then once they move over to the done, then you can move something in. But you've got to f- keep focused on those three things. Yeah. So whatever it is you're doing, you're not skipping from mm. one to another. And the thing is, we've got a good team, like the Biscuit Team Biscuit. We've got good people on our team. If I delegated and I, I gave people little jobs to do, I wouldn't have much stress. I'll, I'll be able to get on with things and the, the, the guys would be contributing to the team and feeling better as well so I need to learn to do that yeah because that's I hard don't though, isn't it it is hard when you when you that's exactly like a position that I'm in with the other business at the moment like to delegate to somebody feels like oh, 
like, how can I do that? Like, how can you, how can I extract all my processes from my head in the, just the natural way I do it to you so that it's done? It's, but um, you've got to let that, you've got to um, let go of that perfection and the, the control of it. I'm a straight you? solid beta. I am, I am the beta. Like I've always said that I've always, I've always been um, honest about what I am. I've never been an alpha. So giving out orders for me is kind of like, uh, someone else do it for me, please. <laughs> I need that album. It's really weird. Um, and you did my segue perfectly for me. You're of a business. Lockdown is coming to an end, hopefully. I mean, hopefully. there's sparks in America of, of things, um, uh, second wave activity going mm. on in America. Really? Mm. See, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of... 100,000 deaths? Doing this, yeah, <laughs> not listening. And I, feel, I feel like we're doing things differently. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like uh, we're doing things differently in the, in the UK. I mean, I know people have been swarming the beaches. Uh, I know there's been people gathering, doing raves, things up. Like On the whole, if you look at the, the the majority of the population, we're all being cautious, right? So hopefully, hopefully, yeah, uh, we come out of this. So, yes. um, with your other business, it's been hibernation during lockdown. Absolutely, <laughs> stop dead. <laughs> Can we talk about your business? Tell people what it is you do and why it's been. In, in yeah. Uh, so I, my other businesses really are the Enchanted Little Bell Tank Company where I hire out bell tents and I had about six weddings lined up so I provide like festival accommodation really so fun. when people want these kind of weddings where they're in the middle of a field I turn up put the bell tents up everybody's got somewhere to sleep or or it might just be for the bride and groom it can be just as a chill out lounge and also um, slumber parties so in people's back gardens um, and also then indoor slumber parties which is enchanted little slumber parties which Obviously, is still on hold because that requires me going into people's houses, oh. and I'm just. I think that I, th- I know some companies around the country are doing that, but I think for me, I just want to wait a little bit longer. However, I've got enough. I haven't got enough hands to be doing both at the moment, anyway. So, from this weekend, I, I'll be starting um, <clears throat> going into people's gardens, putting up the bell tent, setting it up for them so that they can have either a birthday celebration or just a different get together um and sounds yeah. great yeah do you know my cousin had a, uh, a wedding at a festival a few years ago but it was like two days before the actual festival started yeah and it was very much like that it was so good so good isn't it yeah an yeah. amazing atmosphere and bell tents are amazing because they're just it's they're canvas and you've got this big center pole so the it's high and there's just such a, even without anything in, because obviously I decorate them, there's fairy lights, there's bunting, there's flower garlands, oh, cool. uh, there's rugs in there and low tables, so it looks really, you know, it feels really inviting, but with it completely bare, it's got such a beautiful quality. Something to do bit, to do with the light, but yeah, they're, mm. I love them. I so do like Six. <laughs> there's something really special about a beer, a beer, a big tent. I don't yeah. know what it is. I really like that. Whether it's festivals or... I mean, my friend, I was, um, my best friend got married a few years ago and um, they put up a teepee at their wedding. Yeah. And it was, that, was the, that was with all the toys. That's where the kids could play. You know, so the, the kids can go off there into the teepee while we go over here and have a couple of glasses of sherry or whatever it is yeah. um, but yeah it was such a hot day the groomsmen in their suits were stood in this teepee trying to cool down because it, <laughs> it was really hot it was such a sun drop um, how did you come about this how, how did you so, how did you think oh let's do tent <laughs> well um, so it started properly in 2016 but I got married in 2015 and we had We had like an outdoor activity centre space for our wedding and we had a marquee and then there was a field for camping. 
Um, and we were just like, we, just, we don't want to just a normal tent. We want to get something where it feels really special. And I was looking at like gypsy caravans or yurts or something like that. And then that's when I found out about bell tents. And so I was looking to hire one, but all the companies at that point, it was like a minimum of three. So I couldn't just have one bell tent. And then, so I was like, well, for the cost of me hiring three, two or three tents, that's the price of buying one. So we bought right. one. <laughs> so we, we, we bought one and I kind of did it out for our, our wedding night. And then that was in the August. And then over, over the next few months, I kind of was like, right, okay, I can now hire this out and do, and do the same. So in 2016, kind of launched that. And that was with one tent. And now I've got six. Wow. And I probably would have gone to more this year and, and hopefully as well bring on a member of staff. But obviously, you know, it all got stopped. <laughs> so yeah, That's amazing. I love that. I love that. Um, uh, you trying to save money. <laughs> oh, yeah, always. <laughs> I love yeah. that. There's something yeah. really nice about that, you know. And it's just, it's just grown organically because I used to be a secondary school teacher. So that kind of just ticked over. Um, and, uh, you know, I have no idea about marketing. So I've got a Facebook page, I've got an Instagram. I'm having a website built now after, what, five years <laughs> of not having one. Um, and it just grew. And then every year, you know, people go, oh, say, can I have this many tents? Because we've got this many guests. So I just kind of add on a tent every now and then. So there probably, would, like I say, there probably would have been more added to the stock this year. But it was, it was, a, it was a bell tent they had at the wedding. I'll just look at the picture now. Um, it wasn't a teepee. It was, it was a bell tent. Oh, brilliant. Cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's the type of tent it was. Um, <laughs> what was, the, what was the, the, uh, the main attraction to your company for people at the beginning? What were the, what were the uses for these bell tents that people used? It was, um, it was for weddings, yeah. for um, wedding accommodation. So for the bride and groom, uh, like, because everybody's now moving towards something a little bit more unique, like a, either a farm venue or mm. these outdoor venues where you can kind of, you know, have a big party. It's not going to be shut down at 11 o'clock and things like that. So every every wedding I've gone to has been really unique. It's either the venue's totally different. Um, so they're just, prov- they're just a really easy way to add that accommodation in. Or just an extra bit of space. Mm. They add in extra space for children's. Yeah, Mm. yeah, like an activity den. Um, And I work closely with Shropshire Event Nannies. So we've always said, you know, if you need kids looking after, I can provide the tent. And Shropshire Event Nannies will provide the nanny. Mm. And then, you know, it's all... I think people have got so many more options now these days to create the wedding. Whether it's just a one-day thing or a whole weekend that matches everything that they need. Um, and that's what I felt like I did. So I'm really like a... I want everyone to be able to do that. <coughs> Excuse me. I think it's great. I, you know, I nearly said the one thing. Okay, so I got. I, I like to be transparent and honest. Um, I think what you do is amazing, or I think what you do is fantastic. Is it something I say so much on this show? <laughs> I, I since I, I've edited eight shows in the last two weeks that we've released, and I must say it like five or six times on every <laughs> single podcast. So I'm not saying it anymore. <laughs> it's an anti mantra. I'm saying it. Don't say it anymore. Um, what you do is brilliant. All right, it's, <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> Setting up um, a tent at the beginning of a ceremony or, or of a festival or a, a wedding or must look great 
when you pick it back up the next morning, uh, I guess it's a mess. Do you know what? It hasn't been so far, but there is a damage deposit that yeah. people have to pay. Um, and probably one of the reasons, because we did, you know, when when the business was growing, it was thinking about the direction it was going in. It was like, okay, we're going to do festivals where people kind of arrive, yeah. dump their stuff. But then I think you are just throwing them away after. And at the same time, that's then that's not great for the environment. It's that throwaway culture, sure. isn't it? And I didn't really want to be associated with that. And the tents that I have, I really look after them. Um, and so people sign, you know, a waiver to say that they're responsible for them. They're going to look after them. And pretty much they all have been. Um, so uh, it's uh, whether that's to come. Well, do you know what? I feel like... <laughs> you know, that, kind of a... there probably will be something at some point. But that's why I take a damage deposit. Because then if that means it's got to be professionally cleaned. Um, well and done, people... buddy. You just bought yourself a tent. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, you know, people people pay money for the experience and it's part of their day. So if it's yeah. going to be... I, I don't think people would be trashing it. I, I, I just see it, though. You know, Jager bombs in the tent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people are like... Um, but people are, people are dumb sometimes, sometimes. Well, I like to think people that are hiring bell tents for yeah. myself, they're the kind of people that are going to look after the environment. Yeah, yes. they've made yes. an investment, yeah. they've made Absolutely. an investment into it. Yes. So it would, they wouldn't want to then kind of not re- get that returned, that, their deposit returned back to them yeah. just for, a, you know, for somebody sure. drinking red wine and then <laughs> <laughs> what being are, ill. What are some of the memorable moments, uh, if you can name a couple like, uh, of, of things that you've supplied tents to where you've just been like, what am I seeing here? What is this? Memorable moments for you guys? Um, I don't really get to see like the whole event because I'm there doing the setup. Yeah. So for me, it's it's the memorable things have been setting up in the rain <laughs> or <laughs> in the wind or you know, kind of. I did a setup on my birthday and it was all of the tents and it was just me and my husband doing it and it was like there was so many times sat in the car whilst it was just <laughs> pelting it down and then dashing back out and trying to set it up and luckily for the wedding day the day after it was dry but yeah and like that was on my birthday you see it like these the cartoons and where the wind picks up the tent and takes it away like it's yeah I did there was a really windy event because we I did some tents for um it was like a vintage show down in Bristol yeah and it was like a 1940s kind of d-day kind of celebrations So I, did, I went down to set them all up um, and we kind of used like vintage suitcases and everything like that, but it was so windy and I really thought that it was just going to become a parachute and just just take off. So I've learned, yeah, I've learned a lot, <laughs> a lot about, you know, all the different bits of tools and different pegs I might need to take with me. Um, but the tent itself is up in about 20, 30 minutes, but it, wow. then it's the decorating which is which takes the time. and makes the fun it, bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. makes it look something else and it's always nice when people come into the tent and go oh, wow this, <laughs> this is amazing um and that feels good, that um, feels good. you've got the, the you wear the two hats you've got your yoga and the dance yeah. and, then, and then you've got the tents do they ever marry up do they like oh we could do a, a, a yoga event somewhere and yeah. Got, we got tents. Yeah. yeah i mean that's what that really was like in the plan that i'd do some kind of retreat and then i'd provide the accommodation and i was going to look at venues 
I just don't know where that fits now and how soon that can come back into the plan. But it's always there. It can always happen. Um, yoga retreat. I feel like yeah. there's so much to be said for that in like then taking yoga forwards into your daily life and practicing it consistently. That retreat it would be mega, I feel. Yeah, and it's a real chance to switch off and de- yes. detox. Not yes. necessarily detox in a well, food uh, sense. As Alex says, decompartmentalize. Yeah. Yeah. Decompartmentalize. But, <laughs> but put your phone down and your technology down yes. and actually <clears throat> you know, ground yourself again. Mm. Um, we hold so much intelligence and knowledge and intuition about what's good for us and what isn't, but we get that bombarded with external stuff that Mm -hmm. that inner voice sometimes just gets blocked out so I think yoga can bring you back to that and sometimes it's you give yourself you know like for me um so I have eczema and for me if I have too much gluten um or I'm in too much stress then then that flares up so I've got to be really persistent with what I kind of do to take care of myself and sometimes I'll just let that slide and and I'll know it's wrong, and so it's like, okay, I've really got it, really got to do this now. Yeah. Um, but you know, all that's all that just happens. That's great. I feel like uh, there's so much to be said for looking after yourself, and when you realise like how to look after yourself, that's just mega. Yeah, and it's different for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. I, and I and I think that's the key. Um, and as we grow up, it kind of seems like it's a one size fits all. But then I feel like you reach a certain age, and you realise like, hang on a minute. I'm doing this wrong. Maybe I need to look at my diet or maybe I need to look at how I exercise or my routine in the morning. Yeah. And, and even, you know, people's routines, uh, everyone's got to find their own Mm, and, and, you know, you can kind of go, oh yeah, I'm going to be in this, uh, get up at 6am and drink a smoothie and do all this. And then, (laughs) which is great. You eat your cheese. And if you then thrive off that, that's brilliant. That's obviously for you. But if you're going, oh, this is just too much for me. And then there's a knock on effect where you're sleeping, Mm falling asleep at your desk or something yeah so everybody's there's a I guess it's a bit of a self-experiment isn't it Mm. half of life is that isn't it finding things that work absolutely (laughs) this is this is what I was talking about before you came in we were talking about us because I'm back on keto day one back again this is the second wave okay Um, because when I was on keto I lost loads of weight and I was feeling fantastic okay I guess I sacrificed a lot of food that I enjoyed and um, we were um very unsettled there's lots going on in in my life at the moment that just makes it hard sometimes to be go go ah oh, we don't have anything in uh, we're on keto we're on keto uh, what are we going to do so it's just too easy to pick up the phone and ring a chinese doesn't it you know um but at the same time i feel amazing yeah. when i'm in ketosis like the mm. people don't understand the energy that you feel so it's getting that routine back. That's the so essentially, ketosis is, um, so your body's burning its reserve fat. Is that right? Yeah, so your body's eating you, <laughs> You're, it, basically. So, um, but it's using your fat rather than your muscle, exactly, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, that's how you lose weight on ketosis. Sure. Um, but if you go over sort of 20 grams of carbs, um, you start making insulin again, which is, which is what happens when you have sugar, isn't it? You know? uh-huh. yeah. um, so basically what you're doing, you are... You are um, you're mimicking starving. Yes. But even though you're not, because you can eat loads. You can eat loads on keto, but your body thinks it's starving, so it panics and starts burning your fat. 
I think it's very surprising what's actually good for you and what isn't. It's like in a sausage bat, it's not the sausages that are bad for you. It's the bread. Yeah, man. It depends what's in the sausages. Well, of course, of course. We only use quality sausages. Yeah, okay, okay. (laughs) Only at the biscuit we use the quality sausages. Um, Yeah, I mean, the stuff we were eating, like, I can have, like, um, like greasy bacon with, uh, with peppers, if you like your eggs, you can have a fried egg as well with it. And like, you look at that, and there's like dripping in fat, and you're like, that doesn't look healthy. But if you eat it and moderate it, and you're not, you know, you exercising as well. This is what I'm going to implement into the second wave of keto. Great, is a bit of, a bit of exercise. So uh, wish me luck, folks. Yeah. <laughs> but just make sure you get your veggies as well. Oh yes, but, well, that's, that, that, <laughs> I think that, I think you've got a massive side plate of veggies along mm, with your, mm. you know, your protein sources. Then then you're getting all of that, like like you say, like bread. For me, I don't eat bread, I don't eat pasta um, because it's no good for me. But also I see that difference as well. When yeah. I cut it out, my energy sure. does improve. Yeah. Um, it's just sugar essentially, isn't it, when, yeah. when it comes into the body? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I was good last time, so this would be, this would be, yeah. Wish me luck. You got it. You got it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what what are you guys predicting? When are you guys launching the tents again on on the mainstream? Well, I've had... I started having a lot of inquiries this week um, and and last week. So it really prompted me to have a good look at at what I could do and what I'm prepared to do. Um, Because essentially, I've still got to keep myself safe and my family and any customers... I'm going to so I really have you know and teaching yoga from my back room through zoom I've not really had to yeah <laughs> kind of think about that so I, I, I had to like I got on the government website and read through everything I did an infection control course online um, and looked at what I normally do and don't do um, uh, and just had to reassess what what it is that I have to implement so i would normally be providing like pillows and duvets for slumber parties but that's gone i'm not going to do that anymore um so i'm just using like blankets and fitted sheets that i can wash at high temperatures and the cushions again if that if i can't wash them or put them in tumble dryer they won't be used and then it's 72 hours between any usage and i've got like a, a little little um box full of wipes and gel and oh, cat. It's so fantastic to hear so you say it's that. gonna it's gonna be like i'll probably feel pretty anxious like going to set it up on that first one but i i, I have everyone who wants to book me have a proper conversation go look this is what the situation is this is how i'm going to do it are you happy with that um and then can you leave me alone whilst we do it <laughs> and so everyone i've had a chat to um has been good and then it's just a birth like i've got a birthday party i've got somebody who's got their sister's hen party that they obviously can't go away on now so they're Mm. they're coming in but i also have to think about how many i can do in a weekend Mm. and that's the new we were talking when we first started we were talking about the new norm weren't we We were talking about what what is going to be the new normal is it going to be normal are we going to like and this is what we have to do now like when you came in i was like there are wipes you can wipe down whenever you like it's been done already but you there's hand gel over there and we need to space out this, this, that's it now yeah that's how we're going to live life now i think because even when it goes back to normal people are going to be self-conscious or self-conscious of the space around them yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but then for me i always because there's always that talk around is are things too sterile for children so you know, your immune system isn't coming into contact with like regular germs that your immune system develops from mm. is there now going to be a whole generation just that, rub it in dirt <laughs> yeah that, 
isn't isn't coming into contact with what they normally would, sure. and then what implications does that have? Yeah, there's a whole thing, like when you start thinking there's there's too much to think of, and then I have to go no, <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> Stop. Just do what you need to do now for you know for your family for for the business. Um, because as well, because I was a teacher up until last, so like up until last July. Uh, when it came to lockdown and um, my accountant got in touch and said, you know, you, your earnings between both, your school earnings were over the 50% mark. So then I didn't have any, I've not been able to get any in, grant from the government or anything. Oh, no. So, yeah, so there was a real need for me to find ways of still bringing in at least a little bit of income. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I do feel for, you know, the people that haven't been able to use the furlough system, um, or yeah, find a way to, to you know, uh, fund life <laughs> during this. Yeah. It's been, it must have been difficult, you know. Um, uh, but hopefully, uh, for after this weekend, uh, 4th of July, everything opens up again. Um, I don't know what quite what to expect. I yeah. don't know what's going to happen. I mean, obviously, this is going to go out uh, after the weekend. So hope everybody's still alive. Hope you behave <laughs> yourselves. Just because uh, there's been a lot of talk about what, what people are going to do. Are you going to go out to the pub? I mean, Dee was saying she's going to go out. Uh, she's got like a full weekend plan uh, of going out and making the most of it. But I, I'm, for one, sure. will be staying in. I think I might yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think this is one Lots I'm going to stand back and just observe yeah. for a little bit because pubs aren't going to be the same. So if people are thinking that it's going to be the same atmosphere because you can't have music, you can't have sport on the TV mm. or anything They're like that. They're going to the bar. You know, going to the bar. So it's a really different experience. So does that mean that that's going to be any different from, like, for friends gathering in a garden? Mm. Mm. To, to You know, because what is it, what are you gaining? Mm. I mean, obviously mm. it's important for those businesses, but those people who are going to want their Saturday night, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna not going to be the same, is it? It's going to be a busy night for the... Uh... Mr. Brightside on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I, you know, the, when it was showing Glastonbury and I was just like, I just want to be at a music festival in a crowd, mm. dancing, feeling that vibe. And, you know, when's that going to be? A couple of years, probably. And this is the thing, the, the two mindsets as well. You've got the, I mean, I, I was watching uh, Brendan James's uh, YouTube video. Um, he was doing a walk up the cop and he was very nervous about, about what was, uh, what was open, if it's safe and, uh, I've spoken to him he's coming on the show at the weekend and he's he's adamant he's not coming to the studio so we're doing it over Zoom because he's nervous about it or whereas some people are very optimistic and they're like what's up bro arm around the shoulder hey yeah. you know uh, that's going to create a bit of tension with, especially with uh, things like a bell tent thing you might sell um, a tent to a group of people where half the people will be like yeah let's go in the tent and let's enjoy it and then the half people will be like no the germs and yeah I mean are you expecting that well it's the the bookings that I'm having so far are for small groups and yeah. family groups oh, yeah okay um, so that makes sense because at the same time as well if it's if it's going outside of what the regulations are for groups gathering yeah I'm if I'm supplying to that then I'm encouraging that so Absolutely. I'm putting myself at risk so it mm. is at the moment just for you know, people in there on bubble um, and all of those things. So, if somebody was to like have a tent set up and then invite, you know, fifty people over, then yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Guess, yeah, <laughs> but but at the same time, if they're doing that when I've not when I'm not there, I'm not to know that that's happening. So it's oh, whether okay. they decide, oh, this is for me and this is it for case... me. It wouldn't have it wouldn't have any bearing on me anyway. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so it's a case of getting them to sign them. something to say that they're responsible for that because, you know, like you said, when you're not there... Oh, yeah, the tent, like, I set them up and then I leave. Yeah, so. They have the tent for their, you know, yeah. whatever the, yeah. their celebration is. Um, and then I either collect it the next day or later on in the day. Um, mm, nice, cool. So, yeah. I, I love what you do. I think you're great. I nearly said it. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly said it. I nearly said it. Um, because you are positive. And this is what I picked up from the beginning. And this is why I wanted to get you on the show, because I was like, finally. <laughs> I mean, at the beginning of lockdown, everybody was kind of like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, because Cat yeah. Merrick's like, let's do yoga. Like, you know, like, yes, this is a positive voice, and you know, I think that's going to help you a lot. You know, yeah, going forward. Yeah, I, I am. I am a positive person. Yeah. I would say. Oh, that's good. Um, yoga? Are you going to? Are you going to take up? I absolutely yeah. am. Yeah, definitely. You're going to get more involved with it, and it's, yeah. it's better to support someone local, isn't it, rather than going on YouTube and looking that way. Yeah, um, and there will, you know, before a lot of the things I'm doing in terms of yoga um, I'm doing a, a workshop at the weekend on Sunday all about the hip anatomy okay. so you know for cool. like running I yeah. uh, did one the other week on the shoulders so for me the key things about yoga um, and you know and this again has changed so I've been teaching yoga for about four or five years and when I first started I was like yeah let's see what how far we can touch our toes and like <laughs> what pretzel positions we can get in um, which you know for me as a for my personal practice because I had a dance background and that, that's a real interest to me but at the same time the people who are in front of me are very different and what people want and need whether they realise it or not at first, <laughs> they need their body to be strong <clears throat> and to take them into their older age without injury. So you need strong glutes, you need a strong core, you need stable, you know, strong shoulders, um, not necessarily to get your leg behind your head. So a sure. lot of my focus now is on keeping people strong um, and almost like to the point where I'm going strength over flexibility. Wow. Um, flexibility and, you know, finding, um, like, stretching out is is important, but there's no point having, like, your leg being able to get up here if you've not got the muscle stretch, you know, if your pelvis is then kind of yeah. moving up and down and you're creating laxity in your joints because when you get older, that's not going to be helpful. Mm. So this is something I really need to get on board with now before I get on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but you can always you can always make a difference as well. Yes, you know somebody told me that yoga is about the journey to touching your toes, not necessarily Absolutely. touching your toes. I love that. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And well, not everyone needs to touch their toes. Mm, like it, yeah. really, it's not necessary. Yeah. yeah, it's not necessary at it's all. Cool as it looks. Yeah, um, you know if you if you're kind of, I got if you're like here. That's all maybe good. maybe you need to work yeah. on it, but if you're like almost, you know, <laughs> not quite, then it's not. It's not essential to touch your toes. It's frustrating for me because when I was younger, I was really agile, really a skinny, scrawny little thing that I could and I could do all the legs behind my head, all that sort of stuff. Wow. And you know, I, I kind of enjoyed life a little bit, and I felt <laughs> out a bit. But and, you know what? I'm very grateful that you're on the team, Max. I'm also terrified because you've got someone that can be like, right, Alex, yoga do yeah, this and I encourage you to do that I enjoy okay, kick, kick my butt a little I bit I will you know? hold you to that yeah. <laughs> we'll go running one day 
Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. No, I'm good. not going running with you, man. You run marathon after indoor marathon. Running, indoor running. I'm going to go do a couple of marathons today. Uh, <laughs> we'll do 5K. <laughs> well, I'm going to do the couch to 5K. We've yeah. been talking that on the USUC team. We've been talking, but we're all going to do that. Um, oh. And speaking of USUC, I mean, look, we were talking about um, your positivity and, what, and why I thought it was really important to speak to you is it helps people. You inspire people just by just by being so upbeat. We, we spoke to a guy on USUC on What's the Difference called Kevin Bailey. He's in Georgia. Um, he's he's a rehabilitative, uh, he re- rehabilitates people that have had injuries. So he yeah. helps them get their life back. And this guy was just so, like, infectious. I said, how are you, Kevin? And he's just like, I'm really good, man. <laughs> I'm feeling really good. I've been doing this today, and we're doing that today. And in my life, I love my life. Thank you, Alex. I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> this guy, like, if you, I mean, it's... Yeah. The first, the first sort of hour of that is not very sweary. There's a couple of sweary things, but if uh, if you do need to pick me up, that uh, what's the difference episode with Kevin Bailey is uh, we had literally I released it and then an hour and a half. So my the listener literally listened to it as it was released. An hour and a half afterwards, I got an e- a message off him saying he'd been in a depressed state for for weeks on end. He listened to the show and it brought him out of it. He caught, brought him out of the abyss, and he was saying thank you. Um, so what? You being so positive and encouraging people to be helpful, healthy, healthy, and and help themselves is really important. You know, you do. You, you Thank you. Great thing. It's great. That <laughs> yeah. was, that was probably the time. longest compliment I've ever <laughs> given someone in my entire life. So. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take it. Then. But, but back in ten sixty six years or so. <laughs> And I wish you the best of luck. Oh, thank you. Um, where can people find you guys? Um, so on Facebook and Instagram. So Breathe Dance and Yoga is uh, my yoga. And Enchanted Little Slumber Parties and The Enchanted Little Bell Tent Company. There's a, I'll put links. I'll send you the links. And there's, there'll be websites come in pretty soon for the, the Bell Tents. So. Yeah. Do you know what I wanted to ask you, Kat, while you're here? Is mm-hmm. like, um, so I've been practicing yoga, but not as much as I'd like to. Yeah. How do I find motivation or at least more enthusiasm to be doing it every single day? Because I know that I need to, and it does me so much yeah. good when I do practice. Um, so Habit Stacking. Have sure. you read okay. Atomic Habits? I haven't. Oh, great book. Okay, so um, habit stacking. So when you know, kind of bringing an awareness to your routine as it is, you know, in your day, and then so like say you you got up, kind of you make a cup of tea, um, you maybe read a page out of a book um, before you make breakfast. Then perhaps like you know, you could just put it into, you stack it into in between one of those. And at first, it might just be. And as well, the night before, like have your mat out in the place that you're going to practice, maybe with your iPad there, with the if you if you listen to music as you do it. And maybe at first it's just getting on the mat and doing a sun salutation. Mm, okay. So it's it's not even like, or even just standing on the mat. As long as I do that, as long as I stand on my mat. So like intentions. Intentions, sure. yeah. And then when that becomes like just a normal, okay, I'm going to stand on my mat, I'm going to lift my arms, I'm going to you know do a sun salutation and then i'm going to go and put the kettle on or whatever that might be then that's how you can ease it in Mm, Uh, but if you go i'm going to do an hour every day that was me yeah um but that's (laughs) going to be really hard isn't it because it was it wasn't sustainable yeah um and you know what sometimes 10 minutes even five minutes of pure Mm -hmm. focused 
um, where you're really present and you're just giving all, you know, all your mind, all your focus, your body's just purely in that little, that sequence. Yeah, in the that zone. 10 minutes is going to be more beneficial than you, like, going, oh, I've got to do an hour. And then I'm like, oh, I've got to, I've got to do the shopping. Like, I've got the tea <laughs> to do. I've got to pick the kids up from school. If that's in your head, then you're, mm. if your well, mind's well, elsewhere, then you're not, that's not yoga. Yeah, you're, you're not just present. taking a few stretches. Yeah. 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 So, and for someone like me, uh, someone like me, I, I'm, I'm very unhealthy. And I, I mean, I, I used to be really fit. I used to, I really did used to train a lot. There's pictures of me where I would have, you know, anyway, blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> that's the that's the old guy thing. I used to be, I used to bench as much as you. Um, how would you how would you go about getting into yoga for someone that's un, unhealthy like me, unfit like me? Like what's the steps you would take to prepare you, yourself because you can't you, just be like do you know there's so many there's so many um classes out there um like yoga with adrienne is this it's just a massive um but obviously i've got free content on on my, in my facebook group um and lots of other people have got lots of content so it depends what do you have a purpose for it or is it just because you think it should you should be doing it is it to support something or it's, it's, is it a mind thing? It's definitely a mind thing. I, okay. I, want, I, want to, I want to be able to slow time down a bit. Okay. You know, yeah. if that makes sense. And it's, it's also for, for later on in life, like you were saying, like uh, that journey from now until uh, old age, being uh, strong and not being injured and, and being able yeah. to hold yourself, I think it's really important. I think yeah. that really is important. I, you know, I want to be fit and healthy for my kids uh, when yeah. they're a bit older. You know, uh, yeah. so that's 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 the goal. I, I mean, this this second wave, it's a real conscious effort of me to become healthy again and fit yeah. again because I used to be, and it really makes me angry at myself because I used to train other people. I used to. I used to like, <laughs> this is what we're going to do today. I used, people used to meet me at the gym and we used to do like circuits and I used to help people. So for me being like this at the moment is quite. So frustrating you've got the knowledge then. Yes. you have all the knowledge. So you need yes. to let go of the, let go of the feeling of like, oh, this is what I used to be, mm. and then you go, okay, right, today, what do I need to do for me today? Mm. So rather than go. Oh, I, sh- I need to do this, but I used to do that because then your brain's going back into the past again. Exactly, um, and, and, and just for you, just like st- you're looking, gonna look for beginners yoga, yeah. and even if you just learned uh, sun salutations, which is a series of movements which stretch and bend the spine uh, and the body coordinated with the breath you could do a couple of rounds of those and then that would be a nice entry point for you um, to take it forward and then if you just commit to being fully present whilst you perform the sun salutation then that's that's your headspace but you're also starting to tune into your body and feel you know how does it feel when I lift my arms above my head is there any niggles in my back when I bend forward? And without judgment, without going, oh, no, that must be because of this and this and that, but just bringing awareness. Because once you bring awareness, then your subconscious just starts to kind of, you know, feed you the things that you need. And, you know, that's beautiful. That really is nice. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, what you were saying about endorphins as well, I miss that. Like, you know, when you've had a good session at the gym and you're walking over, you're like, yeah, that was good, you know. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just satisfaction of doing that. I do want to get back to that. I mean, I went, to, my, my social anxiety is that bad now. I mean, I remember I went to the gym. I, I was going to the gym for a, a couple of months and then stopped. Um, uh, but th- there's just, 
these grunting at the back of the gym. I was just kind of like, I don't like this atmosphere. I really didn't like it. Yeah. Like, and that, well, it's weird like that that wasn't me a few years ago. Finding a gym that isn't filled with that testosterone kind of, yeah. if we pump iron, we'll be better people mm, kind of thing. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Well, we're better than you because we, we do heavier weights. I guess it's finding the right environment, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely, and yeah. The, the meditation is definitely going to happen because I med- I didn't realise I was meditating, but I have been meditating. Like, it sounds really weird, but like, I would, the, my routine in the morning is I, uh, the shower, I like to close my eyes and just just feel the water on my head, if that makes sense. Yeah, For a yeah. few minutes of, in the morning, a couple of minutes, I say, and I'm just thinking, and I'll just, just go blank, you know, just that's feel it. the yeah. water, being hear the, moment, the water. Being present with it. Yeah. Being present yeah. with your thoughts and yourself. Um, yeah. And because that's a routine as well, it's that kind of idea of habit stacking. Mm. If, you're, if you are following a routine, you're doing it without thought, so that's preserving energy as well. So if you're implementing these things in the day that eventually become a habit you're not wasting energy going I have to do this I have to do this and then I've got to do all these steps to get it and your uh, motivation is highest in the morning anyway so if you've got those steps you know where you go right this is my like two minute meditation that's there every day for you Um, and it's if you and if you take that away you'll notice Oh, yeah. the, you know you'll notice how much of a difference it's making so that's great you've got you've got it you just might need to then add in another motivation. one yeah. turn the shower to cold alex that's a good recommendation yeah. that for happened a couple I weeks ago i do that it's i have amazing, a two minute cold shower so every good. day it's i did a wim hof so workshop yes. so um there's a guy in birmingham uh, <laughs> brian morrison he was going to do one here at love to live uh, before lockdown. I went to Love to Live to use their cold pool outside. Yeah, I absolutely yeah. loved it. Oh, yeah, it's great. And that's a good gym as well, like, as an environment <laughs> to kind of not have that grunting. <laughs> they're, they're great. Um, but I, I did an ice bath and we did kind of all the breathing. Um, it's pretty amazing. Like, I was a cold... Like, you would not get me in cold mm, water. I was ever. like that. But it... For, yeah, again it was like a real helpful thing for my eczema because my skin like it wasn't red it all just all the inflammation kind of went down so yeah recommend it so, uh, so you finish your shower straight to cold yes. two minutes and a bit of heavy breathing afterwards if you find it hard to regulate your body temperature just focus on the breath and yeah get just back to long, long and slow breaths you'll be good yeah <laughs> Feels so <laughs> Watch this space, guys. There, there, are, there are positive changes coming for me, I, and I feel like sometimes it's really, really naive to be like, "I'm going on a diet, I'm going to do this," and then you don't do it. And I hate that pressure of being that that idiot. I feel like an idiot when I do that, right? Because you put yourself under pressure. You advertise that these changes are going to come, <laughs> and then they don't happen. But this time, you know, I really do want to. Yeah. Yes. So, Kat Merrick, you, you're amazing. Thank you so Thank much you. for coming we on the show again. We could keep talking for ages, couldn't we? So, thanks we for... could. Uh, we've been for 53 <laughs> minutes. Wow. So, yeah. no, it's you're been welcome great on. to come in. It's great to meet you. Yeah, I'll anytime. come back. <laughs> and hey, yeah. nice touch with the Wim Hof methods, I must say. Yeah. We'll get a couple of people on that do fitness and health and we'll just do like a health episode where we just talk about ways you can improve yourself and we'll get you yeah. on. We'll get someone that... that uh, sounds great. Uh, some dietitian or someone, someone that can, you know, that'd be good at hmm, thinking out loud. Uh, guys, this has been a great episode. Uh, thank you very much for listening in. Uh, make sure you check out uh, Kat's social media um, details that she gave earlier in the show. Um, the, 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 the tents sound like a great idea for all occasions, especially the slumber party things. I mean, yeah. I know you can't do that 
much at the moment. They can do it they can, yeah, I mean, family groups can do it. And I think you can have um, one member of another family sleepover, but because it's in the garden as well, it's not in the, in the house. Yeah. Um, Sounds so cool. They're, they're great. And they just offer a different, something different. Yeah, I was looking at the uh, the Facebook page. It looked really pretty. The little yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you check out Cat's uh, social media uh, for those ideas, uh, and make sure you check out our website too, which is www.theshrewsbybiscuitpodcast.co.uk. Uh, that's lovingly made for us by our friends at Web Orchard. They're great. If you need a website, they do great prices. Uh, they're good people to speak to, and they make some good stuff too. Um, so. Thank you very much, Max. Thank you, Alex. Yeah, it's good to get you finally in the studio. Oh, it's amazing to be here. Yeah, and, and Kat again. Thank you very much. It's been great. Peace Thanks. out, guys. Bye.